0: Swimcast is recorded live in front of a feline audience.
1: I'm Andrew. I'm Jessica. And this is Swimcast.
2: The Remote Edition.
1: (laughs) Remote Edition number three. Where we, slight, where we slightly get it better. <laughs> Technical difficulties still haunt us, but uh, I think we've made a slight improvement this week. We'll see you later. <laughs> In post? In post, yeah.
2: <laughs> it's almost as if we aren't professional like television and recording people.
1: Yeah, weird, isn't it? <laughs> hey Jessica, I got a question for you. What's that? What does Swimcast mean?
2: I forget. uh okay no swimcast stands for see what you missed colon the podcast where jessica myself makes andrew yourself watch movies that i enjoy and that you have never seen because they're usually girly movies and geared towards teenagers, which I am not, but I once was.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. I just realized that we hadn't really explained the meaning of Swimcast in quite a few episodes, so anyone tuning in new, haha wouldn't know what our fives were, of listeners yeah our exactly fives of
2: listeners are dedicated andrew they don't need an explanation
1: <laughs> but eventually we might get to sixes of listeners maybe even sevens of listeners <laughs> sevens <laughs> oh oh yeah Eagles. exactly well actually the uh shakira JLo lo super bowl episode was well listened to i can't guarantee that people listen to all of it but uh i think we had up to about 100 listens on that
2: that's that's wild to me. <laughs> and I kind of, I kind of I've, you told me that before and I've blocked it out of my mind because that makes me kind of nervous. <laughs> well, like, who are these mystery hundreds of people?
1: Well, I think because we were like hashtagging poorly, yeah. <laughs> hashtagging j and Super Bowl and Shakira. So that probably brought us a couple of people there.
2: Yeah, exactly. And have, all these people tuned in and listened to us like really like, Biff that guess of the special guests. Because <laughs> we have no current pop culture knowledge.
1: Oh yeah. Well, I noticed that uh, we uh, we haven't actually recorded in quite some time. Uh, yeah,
2: <laughs> I didn't realize. Well, because time and space, time and days and dates and months have no meaning anymore. <laughs>
1: exactly, exactly.
2: As as the panny D continues. <laughs>
1: Uh, anything new that you want to talk about in your life?
2: No, as there shouldn't be because <laughs> we should all be staying
1: home. Uh, okay, okay. Well, there, there, there is something cool that I've discovered. It's this app called Randonautica. Please explain. <laughs> okay. So what it does is uh, it uses quantum randomness with a quantum randomness generator to generate coordinates like map coordinates in your area to make you you know to make you go somewhere that you've never been probably before it generates the coordinates and then it pushes it over to Google Maps and then you go for a walk so it's a good reason to get me to go for a walk and go to places in my neighborhood which is allowed under the penny d <laughs> and uh and just go places and get out and walk so it's been a cool thing
2: has it tried to murder you in a <laughs> lake or a steep ravine of any sort
1: it has taken me deep into the woods on a couple of occasions
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes quantum randomness generated by a serial killer to lure you to his <laughs> lair
1: there are a lot of... Tic- we are
2: the serial killer capital of the world, you know.
1: <laughs> well, well, do you mean just the Pacific Northwest in general, though?
2: Yeah, yeah, sort of like a 200-mile like a radius. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I don't...
2: Did it take you to any pig farms? No,
1: not yet. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> but, yeah, there are a lot of TikTok videos of the youth using the app and and finding strange things but uh i think you know they're adding creepy music sounds to their videos and stuff <laughs> what, really what you mean amping the it up music, what's that you mean,
2: the creepy music isn't just happening in those places
1: <laughs> no no it is not happening <laughs> if you go someplace and all of a sudden there's creepy music you should just run <laughs> you you shouldn't stick uh, yeah, around
2: It's like when you watch the the horror movies and you're like, why are you going upstairs? There's creepy music playing. Like, can't you hear it?
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So that's been a cool thing. A good excuse to go for a walk. And yeah, there's also this aspect where you can put your intention into it as well. And like, think about something that you would like to find there. That 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 gets into woo woo territory there. But uh,
2: (laughs) well, has it has it worked?
1: uh, Not really. Not for me. Uh,
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's almost as if it's bullshit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it does generate a random place to go. And uh, so that that part is not bullshit. That part actually works. And uh, it's actually made me go to spots that I wouldn't go to in my own neighborhood because I have it set to like a radius of one kilometer and it was like, Oh, okay. Well, I've never been down the street or I've never been to this place or I've never walked there. I've driven mm-hmm. by this.
2: Yeah. Oh, well actually like even without this app, I did a couple week weekends ago, go for a big long walk. Well, it was again, motivated by technology. I kept getting this ad on Instagram for this food truck. And I was like, oh, that sounds really good. So I was like, I have nothing better to do. I'm going to walk there where it usually is parked um, sort of in the Mount Pleasant area, which is about an hour away. So I was like, oh, that's a pretty decent walk for a weekend, like an hour there, have my lunch, an hour back. So I didn't, I just sort of made my way in that general direction, had my lunch, but then somehow walking back became three hours. (laughs) I don't, like, I didn't detour that much by any means. I just took a completely different route. And, but by then it got so hot that I did have sunscreen on, but I missed a spot on the back of my neck. So I got this nice, like, bright red blistery crescent on the back of my neck and my feet and my legs were so sore. (laughs) I was like crippled for like days afterwards.
1: Yeah, you went for... A four hour walk. When was the last time you went on a four hour walk?
2: (laughs) I mean, probably not too, too long ago, but never, like usually it's like when you're out for a day, right? So like you're stopping more often, you're pausing, not just like walking, walking, walking in the heat too. It was such a hot day. So that probably had something to do with it. Like I was sweating, I wasn't hydrated enough, which probably made my muscles a lot more sore. But so, also just because I'm out of shape and like, <laughs> so like my knees are like, you're old, you're fat, stop doing this to me. Why are you walking up this hill?
1: Uh, yeah, that 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 also hits home for me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you're so it wasn't like, like I'm just like, walking.
2: I'm not exercising, but yeah, it's exercise.
1: <laughs> so it wasn't like you found some interdimensional porthole that, that actually dilated time and. Uh, made you suffer in the sun
2: not, not quite no <laughs> but okay. like i did i did walk through like a fairly sort of industrial-ish area that i drive by all the time but i've never walked by it. and then i found like there was like this really old building that was like the original like one of the original like school board buildings jessica and, like, jessica only a moment what? ago
1: you were warning me about serial killers
2: <laughs> i know I and, know, I totally you're walking, could have got murdered.
1: Yeah, you're walking in industrial areas. That's never good.
2: Or have I not made clear my intention to be murdered by a ghost?
1: <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> okay. Uh, so Jessica, uh, what is the movie that you're making us watch today?
2: So, I think you're more making me watch this because I told you it existed and you're like, oh my god, we have to watch this. I don't remember
1: this conversation (laughs) at all.
2: So, so while I was on vacation with my family in Mexico, I was using like Mexican Netflix and I was on my profile on my parents account, which I never used, so it didn't have any of my normal recommendations. So it was just pulling up what's popular in Mexico right now. And there was a movie called DJ Cinderella, (laughs) which is a made for Netflix, Brazilian Portuguese (laughs) preteen movie. (laughs) So obviously I watched it. And I was like, oh, my God, this is terrible and amazing. And I told you it existed. And you're like, we're doing that on the podcast. And I was like, well, fat chance it's going to be on Canadian Netflix. This is some like Latin American thing. Oh, oh, but it is.
1: (laughs) Yeah, because it's a it's a Netflix original. So they have it in every language.
2: Every. Yeah. (laughs)
1: And this is way outside of our time frame that we have allowed ourselves before, because this came out last year.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's fresh. (laughs) Fresh content. It fits our theme in that it is very much a silly teen movie, which is also vaguely based on some sort of classic literature, which I think Cinderella, I can't remember. (laughs) i can't really remember what happens yeah so it, it's still on theme and as we found that when we watch good movies they're really hard to talk about so if we watch really shit movies <laughs> they're a lot more fun which means i should put some i should put some baileys in my coffee before we get going
1: probably. okay jessica in uh, subs versus dubs what team are you
2: <laughs> oh that sounds so disgusting when you say it that way andrew <laughs> I am team subtitle, yeah. <laughs> uh, generally speaking. When I'm watching like more prestige programming, usually like it's better than watching dubs. But dubs can be a lot funnier, but also subtitles can be funny when you see how they've translated, especially when you have an inkling of the language that they're speaking and you go, that's not <laughs> what they said. So to see how they've translated it into subtitles. Okay, so yeah. I'm gonna be watching it. With subtitles. However, there might be challenge. I find there's like these a couple Spanish series that I watch, and I watch them with subtitles. But they're so good, and I just get into them. And then I feel like I'm understanding the Spanish, so I'll glance away from the TV, thinking that I'll just keep (laughs) listening. And then I go, oh wait, I don't speak Spanish. (laughs) I don't know what they're saying, and I have to rewind. So like (laughs) that'll be a bit of a challenge to like take notes and read the subtitles. But I feel like. The action in this is slow enough moving. We're not going to miss
1: anything important. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, because I am also uh, definitely team subs. Occasionally, occasionally I'll watch something that's dubbed, but yeah, it, more for comic effect because wow. <laughs> well, yeah, like
2: when I think of dubs, I only think of, you know, like kung fu
1: movies, oh, right? Oh, badly dubbed <laughs> kung fu movies and, like, are my scene, jam.
2: yeah. And like that scene from Wayne's World (laughs) 2 When they have like the kung He's like wait we're gonna fight We should be dubbed instead of having (laughs) subtitles
1: Yeah complete (laughs) homage to those Bad kung fu movies from the 70s Yeah Yeah
2: exactly
1: Okay so let's Move on to the movie
2: business. I should be writing shitty Netflix movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Like wow. they didn't even try.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. And I've
2: seen this before and I hated it more the second time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why? This is the first time I've seen it and wow, I hated it. <laughs>
2: oh my God. It was worse than I remember. <laughs> Yeah. Is, it even, is it even worth summarizing the plot? I mean, it was I mean, loosely based on Cinderella, but with like just heavy-handed meta- metaphors? Not even metaphors, references.
1: Yes, exactly. They really just hammer the whole Cinderella story. Well, right down to the main character's name, Cynthia Dorella. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> well, and, and Freddie Prince.
1: Right, so so he's prince. a prince, and like I said, Freddie Prince Jr.?
2: <laughs> yeah, and then I said, I was like, I didn't even clock that the first time. I was like, I wonder if that's just like a subtle, like it's a, an homage to the classic teen movie. <laughs> Which is almost an insult, because they did no justice to the genre.
1: Right, but of course... It it also just makes sense on the most basic level of him being the prince, of course. Yeah,
2: well, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Super heavy-handed. And, like,
1: at the Midnight Club and the... Oh, wow. That was so in my face that I didn't even pick up that it was the Midnight Club. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm trying to,
2: like, I think, and even, like, the, the evil stepsisters, I think their names are the same. At least one, like, Grizz, I think in Cinderella, oh. at least the Disney version, Grizabella was one of them. Right. And, like, her name was Grisella in this. It was Grisella right. and Giselle. So, I, don't, I mean, because Brazil. So, <laughs> somebody had to be named Giselle.
1: Giselle. <laughs> And they certainly did the thing of having actors that look like other famous people. So Caroline was watching (laughs) under duress. (laughs) (laughs) And she she commented that Freddie Prince in the movie kind of looked like a, a, a James Franco.
2: A James Franco or like a like at first I thought he looked like Darren Criss, who's like he was on Glee. He's like a musical actor in the Ryan Murphy averse. Um, but then, oh, it was somebody. Oh, yeah. He's, his character was very much like a Shawn Mendes. And I was like, oh, I could yeah. Right? Okay,
1: yeah, I see so that. So I was like, yeah. oh,
2: he's very much Shawn Mendes. Shawn Mendes is even Portuguese. So...
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then, of course, Cynthia. Uh, we had different opinions on who she looked at oh, look, or she looked was, like.
2: Fully
1: Selena Gomez. Yeah, I immediately went to Alicia Silverstone because she would do the, I guess the pouty lips thing, and she has like a strong jaw. So. That, oh,
2: I guess,
1: yeah. Yeah. But I guess but, cause, yeah,
2: like because she's tiny and Latina. <laughs> I was mm, like, oh yeah. But
1: yeah. When did- you when you suggested Selena Gomez, I'm like, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally, I totally get that as well, but because. Of course, Alicia Silverstone in Clueless, and that was one of our favorite ones that we've watched. <laughs> <That's worse. laughs> Unlike today's movie. Wait!
2: I, oh my God! This reminds me. I'm like adding to the list now. Selena Gomez has a movie, a really shitty one that we might need to to put oh. on the list. <laughs> well, because she was she was a Disney star, right? So. Oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think I believe it is called Monte Carlo, and I believe the premise is that like she and a princess of some sort are doppelgangers and switch places. I want to say that's what happens, but oh, I oh wow,
1: remember. yeah, okay. What and shoot, what what's that one? That that's based on a, a famous story too. Oh,
2: they <laughs> Which... all are.
1: <laughs> oh, the Prince and the Pauper. That's what I'm thinking.
2: Oh yeah, isn't it? um Changing places. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, it's it's clearly
2: it uh, clearly an homage to the Dan Aykroyd Eddie Murphy <laughs> movie from the eighties.
1: <laughs> nothing to do with the st- the story that's two hundred years old. <laughs>
2: no. <Nope. laughs> yeah. Training okay. No. Places. So now, <laughs> so now I, I'm, not, I'm brainstorming now, but when I make my shitty Netflix movie, like what? Classic story that is out of copyright. Should I rip off? <laughs> how, how can we modernize the princess and the pea?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but uh, <laughs> it better not involve Sleep Country Canada. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the, why buy a mattress anywhere else, Andrew? <laughs> oh, oh, it's here we go heavy, heavy heavy-handed product placement for Sealy Posteropedic. (laughs) Oh my God. It's so stupid.
1: Okay. Where do we even begin? Because we're so, so enraged that we just wasted a little over 90 minutes.
2: (laughs) Oh, it was bad. So, (laughs) well, where do we normally start? We normally start with the music. So in this one, obviously it's all made for Netflix movie. Largely, it was in Portuguese, I want to say. But the, the way we figured out what music was playing was via the closed captions. So there oh, was yes. a lot of music. <laughs> there
1: because, was. Because uh, we, we were watching kind of different things. Because you had closed caption English, and I just had translated English. So the, the subtitles, things, yeah. Yeah, I just had the subtitles. And, and even the, those translations were different, apparently you it wasn't just that you were yeah yeah, it wasn't that you were just getting subtitles plus some like direction of what's happening yeah Yeah. you you were getting different lines and
2: (laughs) yeah but like so i knew what music was playing because it i i i I, I started part way writing them down but there were a lot there was sad pop music plays (laughs) electronic pop music plays Excited romantic pop music plays. Mischievous music plays. Ominous music plays. Yeah,
1: because like
2: tense music plays. Like the the movie essentially was about music. So for a movie that was about music, there was no music in it
1: worth referencing. Well, Freddie Prince in the movie, he's a pop star. So he he's he's the John Mayer of Brazil.
2: (laughs) No, but yeah, like Deshaun Mendes, he he is the king of romantic ballads of right, the internet. Right, of the internet. <laughs> as, per, as per the headline on, on one of the newspapers that was showing him. Because there's a time jump at the beginning of this movie, so it starts where Cynthia's parents are having their anniversary party at their big fancy house, and... Freddie Prince is there as one of, he's the he playing the violin, like he's in the string quartet and he's performing right. there. Yeah, the
1: before that, he's famous.
2: He was, before he was famous, yeah. And yes. his sister, his sister, I think, they never said established it, it was his sister, but I think it was, it, No, it was just a,
1: a childhood friend because that came up l- oh, much later okay. in the movie. There's oh oh, it's so great that you've always been there for me as my childhood friend is uh, what he's, okay. but that's, yeah. that's like right at the end when both of us were not really paying a lot of attention anymore.
2: Right. <laughs> I okay, just but yeah, she's that. like, she's like his sidekick. There's no right. like romantic tension or anything between them.
1: She's Zero chemistry person. other yeah. than their friends, yes.
2: Yeah, so she's like an aspiring YouTube star at the beginning of this, at this party. So that's where they're, there's, you know, foreshadowing everything that happens. She's like, you'll be begging to play your music on my channel. Uh, so anyway, that's how they set up all the characters. And at this anniversary party is when the whole evil stepmother plot comes into play. Right. So unlike in Cinderella, they don't kill off the mom. The dad is just a bag and has an affair with his assistant, yes. which causes the parents to break up. So the assistant was scheming this all along, and she made it go public at this party. So the right. parents split up, and there's like a two-year time jump.
1: Yes, and... Two and- years, yeah. And it's a montage. 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 It's a montage. Montage. It's a montage. Montage. It's a montage. Montage.
2: Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, the passage of time is like Cynthia's riding her bike away from this party all sad and it, like, zooms in on her feet. And then when it zooms back out, she's, like, wearing a different outfit.
1: And a different Um, bike. And it's a different, and a different bite. bite.
2: Yeah, yeah. She's all like tough now because like she's <laughs> lost her faith in love. So yeah, so it resumes two years later and her mom is an archaeologist apparently, and she goes off to right. date for, mum- for mummies in Japan. <laughs> 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 and then so Cynthia goes to live with her like kooky aunt who is a concrete poet is how whatever, the- wh- Yeah, some,
1: whatever that means. I,
2: Yeah, I'm trying to remember the first time I watched it, how they translated it. She's like a sculptor or an artist or something, but it got translated as concrete poet on my closed captions, my (laughs) subtitles. Oh,
1: if she's a sculptor. But she also did the poetry stuff too, which was cringe (laughs) worthy.
2: Yeah, or maybe she wasn't a sculptor and she's I don't know how it got translated, but she's yeah, like she's very much the stereotypical like kooky aunt. And she has like a whole bunch of pets and a series of failed relationships. That she's collected all these pets from, but she's in a current relationship with Rafa, this like super handsome DJ guy who right. sparks Cynthia's love of DJing because apparently <laughs> that's a major plot point to super controversial, apparently. Like, right. how dare it, your teenage daughter have a hobby that she yes, enjoys? Yes,
1: to be a lowly DJ.
2: <laughs> I know, super wholesome, like, musical interest so yeah what happens after that it kind of goes like sideways from there where the motivations are super unclear i guess so the twins the evil stepsisters oh, right. are yeah. having their like quinceanera party and for some reason freddy prince freddy i always call him freddy prince jr Freddie prince jr is now a uh, <laughs> huge king of romantic ballads on the internet and is agreeing to play at this party but right. he has a dj opening for him which is Rafa, but he gets like another job. So he sends Cynthia who because DJing is so scandalous must perform in Masquerade at this right. party. And she remixes one of Freddie Prince's songs and he's like, oh, this is great. Like, this is awesome. And she's like, yeah, I had to do something to this shitty song because he's so shitty. And then it hurts his feelings but he's somehow still in love with her because of it.
1: <laughs> and um, then, and oh, it, and, and, and let's let's not breeze past the whole mask thing because she's in a mask to protect her identity and, and not yeah. be recognized because she's got this mask on. And Freddie Prince comes up to her as she's DJing with his mask on, and she can totally not tell who it is.
2: I know, because th- this just covering part of your face completely even though your voice is the same and your hair is the same and you know that person's going to be there. <laughs> yeah. And you're talking about it. <laughs> Unrecognizable. <laughs> like I can see like maybe not being able to clock someone like necessarily a clock the ro- across the room, but if they're speaking to you directly. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. You so think dumb. it would
1: clue in. soda. dumb. Uh, yes.
2: Yeah. And then somehow like midnight strikes and she has to run away for some reason. There's no, there's no, nothing supernatural happening. It's not like her, her shoes are going to transform back into anything, but she drops one of her Converse. And that's like the the glass slipper, obviously.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: And then that was, that's only 20 minutes into the movie at this point.
1: Yes. (laughs) And things dragged on from there.
2: Oh my God. I don't know how they managed to do it, (laughs) but, oh. So dumb. So many things happen with no clear motivation. So after the party, oh yeah, like the stepmother tries to convince Freddie Prince Jr. that one of her daughters was the masked DJ, but she's like, has no chill. (laughs) and so she's just like oh my god Freddie Prince I love you so much I'm your biggest fan he's like what you don't think my music is cheesy or whatever she's like no I'm your biggest fan I love you and he's like this isn't DJ Cinderella you're lying to me yeah because
1: she has no chill yeah (laughs) no chill total fangirl
2: yeah and then oh yeah we glazed over the fact that the other the other ugly quote unquote stepsister because they're both very beautiful everybody in this movie is beautiful because they're Brazilian (laughs) So, the other uh, twin sister, stepsister, is the mother's always, like, calling her fat, telling her she's ugly, telling her she's stupid, and they're twins. (laughs) Like, I don't think they're identical, like, they looked very, very similar. One had slightly shorter hair, but they were both very beautiful girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Beautiful, like, slim girls, but yeah, it's like, you're so fat, like, stop talking. You're getting in your sister's way and all this kind of stuff.
1: Oh, so yeah, they were terrible people.
2: Oh, yeah. Really, really driving home that, like, evil stepmother plot. At some point, Cynthia ends up back at their house and not living with her aunt. I can't really remember why. But then she gets, like, locked in a cupboard and (laughs) basically (laughs) at her dad's house by her stepmother and can't go to graduation or prom or whatever it is
1: because uh, one of the things I, I mentioned in the movie is that we're looking at the 1% here. These are the ultra-rich people of Brazil. Uh, yeah. The, the, the father is a, a very successful businessman. They live in mansions. They go to private schools. And like you said, everyone's beautiful. But it was, it was hilarious that uh, the stepmother schemes to get her living under the same roof so that she can control the situation.
2: Right, yeah, oh yeah, because she knows that she's DJ Cinderella and is trying to keep her away from Freddie Prince, and she doesn't want her getting the scholarship. Right. Oh, her DJ scholarship in London. DJ
1: scholarship. (laughs) I see, I couldn't believe that. that. I could not yeah. believe like, there that. Like
2: there's so many extra things that they tacked on for no reason. Cause she was trying to somehow hire someone to hack in to the school's software to like OB. change her grades.
1: Be able to yeah manipulate the grades from her which home Which really computer. kind of
2: went nowhere, which only served to like, make her dad like forbid her from going to the graduation party because when they went there and the stepmother was like she's not even graduating she sucks the principal was there like no obviously she's graduating she's the best student like <laughs> it went nowhere they didn't have to prove it or anything <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. oh it's so
2: dumb so dumb
1: <laughs> but yeah in the the big mansion the father's mansion where he's living with her stepmother and the two evil twins and because of home renovations they put her in this really crappy room that looks nothing like everything else is beautiful but this room has horrible paint and she's got this crappy little bed and it just looks like the whole Cinderella like you said thrown in a closet and then she actually yeah. locks her in because it's an old school door lock and the key skeleton
2: key. With yes, a tassel exactly. On it. Yeah. <laughs> oh it's so stupid. And like in the room was like all the the leftover stuff from when her parents were married. Like her her mom was there. There was a portrait, a family portrait that was like really really ugly, but it was right. in there. And it, she just thought like they never acknowledged the fact that it was ugly, <laughs> but it was just sitting there in a box to like hammer home like oh we've been replaced by the stepmother and the the other new daughters. Yeah, the, the motivations of people in this were very unclear. <laughs> like if you weren't, if it wasn't forced home that this was Cinderella and you're like, oh, that's why things are happening the way they are, you'd be like, right. I don't. Why is any of this happening? I, How did they get from point A to point F with nothing in between?
1: Yes, and there were a lot of diversions and side notes going on of uh, all these different characters and who was interested in who and who wasn't interested in the other and, oh.
2: Oh yeah, like the friend, all so oh, the drama. poor friend. The poor friend I felt for her. She had like this huge crush on like Andre, but he was a sleaze. Every time they'd be out at the the club that they all go to, she'd turn her back for two seconds. He'd be like making out with some other girl. Yeah, And somehow the not sister, the childhood friend YouTuber, Makes her realize her self worth. <laughs> it was like why they tacked that on there. Oh, it was so dumb. Oh, it was. Oh, there was everything was like I, I think I mentioned to you while we were watching. I was like this is like a skit that people wrote for like English class in high school or something, where it's not. It was worse than school play. The dialogue and the plot. It's just exposition. It's like. Let's go over here now. Great idea. (laughs) Like like Some sort of like corporate team building exercise script or something. (laughs) Except it was children. Indeed. Yes. Oh, so dumb.
1: Oh, going back to the music for just one second. (laughs) There was one thing drove me nuts (laughs) and made you laugh when I said it. So at the opening party that is two years before, uh, Cynthia plays piano. She's playing a classical piece on the grand piano out on the backyard. And I'm saying, the piano's out in the backyard. It's not going to sound like a concert hall.
2: (laughs) That's what you focused on instead of like the point of that scene, which was the zoom in on the sheet music to show that she's rewritten parts of it of this Beethoven... I can't remember which Beethoven song it was, but it was very a very recognizable one. And she's rewritten right. it. So she starts... Her parents are dancing to it, and she starts picking up the tempo, playing her version of it, which confuses her parents so much while they're dancing that they fall into the swimming pool.
1: Like, or, or the father somehow falls in. Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah, because the mom loses her balance and her steps, and they... Like... Just cuz the music changed. <laughs> like right. They yeah. fallen. In... I was like, "How bad is your balance that you Oh, it's so <laughs> stupid. Amazing. I forgot how stupid it was
1: yeah so obviously i was focused on the the real thing which was the acoustics
2: (laughs) yes well it's all unrealistic there's many points to focus on that wouldn't happen that wouldn't happen that wouldn't happen (laughs) maybe 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 all these things do happen in brazil maybe outdoor acoustics are different in brazil i've never been there (laughs) it's the southern hemisphere i've never been to the southern hemisphere maybe things just work different
1: I don't think the acoustics change like that, but water does go down the drain the other way. Right. I wish Oh. I guess it was the, the twins' birthday party too. It turns out it was a, a dress up uh, party. Oh yeah, like a
2: masquerade. Or, like, a masquerade like
1: party. party. Yeah. Right. To make and then,
2: excuses for the the masks and the the full on Cinderella costumes.
1: Exactly. Wow. The two evil twins and the mother are dressed exactly like the cinderella disney what do you call it animation oh
2: yeah yeah exactly like the big poofy yeah like the i think it's supposed to take place in france 1600s france or something like original cinderella Hmm. but yeah like but that sort of period costume style right I wish, in watching this, that I'd written down more of the poor translations. In the well, maybe it's not poor translations. It's probably a literal translation of the Portuguese. But like, some of the lines that I wrote down were the stepmother at one point says, "How humble I am to have almost no vanity." And I'm like, (laughs) "What?" (laughs) Yeah. So like that got translated in a very sort of like literary way. But then. Well, the other thing I, I jotted down of the translation was when Cynthia was talking to Freddie Prince and she said, I don't dig his mellow ballads. And he's like, who doesn't <laughs> dig romantic ballads? <laughs> like, like, dig? Like, is that a literal translation? I think, I think because this is such a shit movie that was, like, never intended probably to be watched with subtitles by adults, it was probably either intended for Brazilian teens, who are a voracious consumer of any shitty pop culture. And, and like, maybe some North American teens, like, wild-dubbed. So, yeah, just, just so the people just had a bit of fun with their, their captioning. Oh my god. And at one point there was reference to a clandestine casino and they're like, casinos are forbidden by law. Like, that's probably a real specific Brazil thing.
1: I guess so, yeah. But then there was never a casino like like, it was a party,
2: like it was a masquerade party.
1: It's as forbidden as the (laughs) lambada.
2: They make (laughs) sex look like a church. That's from The Simpsons when they go to Brazil. It's like the best line. (laughs) Oh, no, no, it's not the lumbada. He's like, we do all the dance the samba, the tango, the lumbada, the penetrada. (laughs) The penetrada, what's that? It makes sex look like a church. Like, (laughs) so funny. See,
1: that's what this movie needed. But then it wouldn't be for kids anymore.
2: No. Well, I mean, Simpsons is kind of for kids, but... (laughs) Oh, man.
1: Oh, my God.
2: Yeah. So, obviously, we've gone way off the rails, and we can't, like, focus on 90s things because it's not very 90s, and it's very present day. Yeah, but but for
1: clubs, I mean... (laughs) Club DJ. Wow, it was super lame, Club DJ.
2: (laughs) Well, yeah, because it was for children. But I was saying, like, it, there, maybe that's a thing in Brazil, like, all ages clubs for, like, teenagers. Because I started reference... Oh, in the intro, I referenced, like, the Spanish series I watch called Elite. Okay, so if you're going to watch something in a foreign language about, like, sexy foreign teens on Netflix, watch Elite. <laughs> so good. But, yeah, like, they have a club on that as well. It takes place in Spain. So I think it, it's just a outside of north america there are these club gathering places for
1: teens right yeah where i guess yeah we don't really do much here (laughs) we make them go drink in the forest
2: exactly
1: (laughs) (laughs) or in ontario it's a field party you find a farmer's field and have a party
2: (laughs) exactly but one of the things like so like to try and focus on production like the very beginning Hmm. they did a lot of like the the evil stepmother said something to her and she's like go to hell i hate you and then she's like that's what i would have said rewind and then it like it like actually makes that little rewind noise to her going yes stepmother whatever whatever and they did that a few times with both cynthia and freddie prince but then they never revisited that trope again so like
1: (laughs) i yeah because uh yeah i'd almost forgotten about that (laughs) sitting through the rest of this movie That was hilarious. And that was really good at the beginning. I was kind of hoping for that throughout the movie. That would have really helped, but I guess it would have chewed up too much time doing every scene twice.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, and and, well, like we started watching it, we both started laughing before it even got to the credits because of so many of the title cards, (laughs) like the vanity plates, it was like, a netflix original brought to you by like these four studios in collaboration with these other four studios and like and a brazilian bank to yeah the bank of brazil and we're like oh my god there were a lot of fingers in this pie
1: there was easily 10 vanity plates or vanity titles that came up there
2: Easily, we should have actually because we both of us were like, I'm not even. Usually, we watch the credits to like find little like Easter egg type things, and we're like, no, there's no point. Couldn't care. But we (laughs) should have counted how many writers there were because there was probably like 50 or 60. Because like, there was no cohesion whatsoever.
1: Oh yeah. So, did you have any cute boys?
2: Well, like I already mentioned, everybody in this movie was beautiful (laughs) because they're (laughs) all Brazilian. So yeah, like everybody was just sort of baseline beautiful. Like nobody jumped out to me, like particularly. The aunt's boyfriend, he was pretty cute, the DJ.
1: Oh, okay, okay. What about Freddie yeah. Prince? Did you care about him?
2: He was very cute, but like, he was a child. <laughs> like I think, <laughs> I don't know how old he is. He's probably like 20 in real life. He was very, very cute and like suited to the role, but very much a, a young child. I thought the hottest person in the whole movie was the school principal.
1: Oh, the woman, okay, she okay. was
2: gorgeous. She,
1: she was. was absolutely she gorgeous. Was. But yeah. her she was so minor of a character.
2: Yeah, but she stood yeah. out to me as being very striking. Cause I was like, oh, she's gorgeous.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I would agree.
2: So what about you? There, there was like quite a few age-appropriate women in this movie, Andrew.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Um, okay, we'll we'll come back. There, I had a point about that. I forgot about that. But as far as the women in this movie, most of them are, you know they're high school kids so I'm like oh no don't even don't even think no. that Andrew <laughs> no because
2: they were literally young children they were
1: yeah exactly but, I mean
2: they might have been 20 but like they were playing 15 and
1: they looked 15. yeah and, and oh yeah yeah it was a bit cringy but yeah there are uh Maya Rudolphs for me uh yeah now yes. now this will be controversial but Patricia I thought was hot, <laughs> even though she was the worst person ever. Wow, she was a fine looking woman.
2: But, but that's what I said, like they're Brazilian. They're all baseline, super attractive.
1: <laughs> yeah, even though Patricia was the cause of everything wrong in this movie. Wow, <laughs> what a, <laughs> yeah. oh, what no, a gorgeous woman. <laughs>
2: they were all strikingly beautiful. Yeah, and she, the mom, the,
1: the
2: aunt, they were all beautiful.
1: Right. And the other person, it took me a while to to, to really notice, but uh, Bellina, Freddie Prince's friend, who's the uh, oh yeah
2: yeah yeah yeah. She's the. It's the because it's YouTuber. because she had glasses on, Andrew. That's how <laughs> you know in a teen movie. They're hide. It's a hot girl with glasses. That exactly. must have been. Now that I that must have been a nod. It has to be, like to. To Zach
1: and Lainey, it has to be. Well, she was the most down to earth, you know, for for being a, a youtuber. A, a youtuber. She was very down to earth and uh, very chill and cool. And it was like, oh yeah, yeah, she's she's kind. You know, Patricia gets your attention, but uh, Belina is like, oh okay. <laughs> And I'm going to to... assume that she's older than the teenagers. Like she's like Freddie, like Freddie Prince, that he's like five years older than... Yeah, she's in her 20s. Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
2: I'm going to Google this now just to, just to check. (laughs) 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 Uh, Cast. Oh, my God, everybody looks so different on their cast photos. They look much more. Adult. Other than the one of the sisters whose headshot is from when she's like eight. Let's see. Oh, oh, Andrew, you are—it's very close to the line. I must inform
1: you. Uh oh.
2: When they filmed this, I think she was probably twenty. Oh my god! Now I have to check everybody. Let's see. Freddie Prince. Oh my god! He was born in two thousand and one.
1: <laughs> god damn! He was eighteen. Yeah.
2: But that's what I said. Like he's very cute, but he's very, very young. Let's see. Rafa. He oh. was supposed to be an adult. He was oh, dating yeah. the ad let's see. Oh, I lost it. Sorry, go ahead.
1: Well, what about the dad? I, I, I think I already know that you don't like him because he's such a dick.
2: Oh, he was such like he was handsome, but like he was so he was so awful. But not awful like in a cartoony way, but like in a real way. Kinda. <laughs> Like, maybe he's just a really good actor. Oh, the guy that plays Rafa is 27. That's acceptable. Sorry. (laughs) Just going through the list here. The dad, let's see. The dad, let's see. Oh, he's 53. Silver Uh, Fox.
1: Oh, there is one, I think one last point that I have, is that there are adults in the lives of these children, which is so different. Oh, yeah, like get
2: all up in their biz.
1: Yeah, too. Not just like
2: present as adult figures, but like in their biz.
1: Exactly. I mean, uh, how many teen movies have we seen that you wouldn't even know adults were? You know, (laughs) it was it would be like Logan's Run, where at thirty you have to go commit suicide.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Or the movie About Time, starring Justin Timberlake.
1: I do not know this movie.
2: It's pretty good. I watched it not too long ago. Like it's a like a sci-fi. Other than Justin Timberlake being a terrible actor, <laughs> it's it's it was I found it refreshing because it wasn't a remake. It was fairly unique. It's it takes place in the future where people I can't remember how old they can or they stop aging at twenty five physically, but then oh. they have to like time is a commodity, so like they can live as long as they can keep purchasing time so there was guys that were like a hundred years old but they still look 25 um right whereas
1: okay i know the movie yeah 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 where like his mom is
2: olivia wilde (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. i i don't know it's better than it should have been i will i'll put it that way anyway um i forget why we oh yeah because there's adults in the lives of these children who actually look like children they looked... Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like, they looked, they looked the and act, they were playing. And they acted
1: yeah. like children, too.
2: Yeah. Because they probably were, like, 18 at the oldest when they filmed it. Playing 15, 16,
1: 17. I am out of notes. Do you have anything more that, that you want to bring up? No. No. <laughs> <laughs>
2: There's a few things about, like, how it was very unwoke. Like, we like, the DJ is a woman?
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, there were some things like that. Yeah. I was wondering too if you know how Andre was so aloof to Cynthia's friend and everything. Yeah. Uh, I I was wondering whether he was actually going to like meet up with a guy in the club. <laughs> oh. Oh. That <laughs> I I I thought it was uh, is, is that what's going to happen here? And it's I like, like this... no, he just he just hooked up with every girl.
2: <laughs> I like this rewrite, but I I because Brazil I don't I wouldn't see that happening. When the friend was Be- Beliana or whatever saved mm-hmm. Lara after Lara realized that Andre was a jerk, they were kind of like who says she's alone and like grabs her hand and they walk away but it was never like lesbian. It was more just like <laughs> she has she has friends and self-esteem leave her alone.
1: Right yeah so, yeah it was very pure.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, now I'm rewriting this movie in my head where Andre meets up with the guy at the club. It's a better story.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so.
2: Yeah, we've belabored this movie as much as we can.
1: (laughs) The The end. end. Okay, yeah. Yeah, we we do not need to go on any further. (laughs) We really don't recommend this movie unless, I don't know, you're drinking heavily. Uh, you turn Well how could you turn it into a drinking game?
2: I was just thinking that um every time they use the word romantic. Sure. Or
1: every time the aunt comes into the room.
2: Yeah, every time they call the stepsister fat.
1: <laughs> or
2: they say the word DJ. There you get completely yeah, wasted. Yeah. Okay, there. There you
1: go. <laughs> you, you you might be hospitalized by the end of the movie drinking like that. <laughs>
2: I would say I recommend watching it while on vacation with your parents, but we're not allowed to leave the country anymore, so (laughs) that's not an option. Just pretend. Pretend you're on a a South American vacation by watching this movie.
1: Okay, where can we find us on the internets, Jessica?
2: On the internets, we are at Swimcast, S-W-Y-M-Cast, on Instagram and Twitter. Or you can email us at Swimcast at gmail.com.
1: Okay, so I guess that's about it for those things. The okay. social means <laughs> The social means, we got those covered, and stick around. There'll be a feature song, and we'll also have some outtakes because oh, those there were plenty. This always time. happen. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> Alrighty, <laughs> alright. Till next time.
1: Adios.
0: Hi there, Sturmonix here. If you're still listening this far into the podcast, you are my shorter Derpersav, which is an ancient Tibetan word that loosely translates as short-duration personal savior. This episode's feature song is one I came up with called All Out of Google Juice. I'm going to not make any bold statements about when the next episode will be, but it will come. It will come. Besides, there were important summer things that had to be done, like hunt for crystals in the forest. I have to keep the Stargate running. Duh. (laughs)
2: <laughs> There's banging. some
1: some hammering happening in another unit. Uh... Right.
2: <laughs> Put together something from all we just did to end this.
1: <laughs> Make it
2: stop! Make it
1: stop! Make it stop! Okay.
2: <laughs> Worst ending ever.
1: One of the things I noticed in the commercials leading up to the Super Bowl was the fact that it said J Lo and Shakira and special guests. So, Ooh, yeah. So
2: special guests.
1: <laughs> we've made some guesses that <laughs> we have written down. We've kept them secret from each other. We wrote down. Uh, I wrote down two guesses for special guests, and I put that in a sealed envelope. And Jessica's done the same with how many people oh I,
2: I did a bonus guess just to cover my ass but it's kind of a it's kind of an out there guess <laughs> okay it's a bit it's a bit um what's the word I literally <laughs> <rubbed it>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a, long a long shot
2: a long shot obscure it's a bit obscure. of an obscure oh okay guess. okay, okay. So it's a bit niche it's niche. a niche guess
1: okay
0: Swimcast is brought to you by ABC, the Anunnaki Broadcast Corporation, and heard on Nibiru Networks across the Tri-Galaxy region. Nibiru Networks, holograms so real you can touch them.
2: Like, oh my god!